A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Welcome back to How Are You? The Wellbeing Podcast. This week's guest is a skipping phenomenon. I have been so inspired by Lauren Jumps. Lauren, I don't even know your surname, but welcome to your first ever podcast. Thank you. Thank you. It's Flyman, by the way. Flyman. Flyman. Oh my gosh, that is such a good name for a skipper. It is. It's in the name. So I was completely inspired. I think you were on my explore page one of your reels and your skipping was incredible and then I dug a little bit deeper and saw in your bio that you had only started doing this was it April 2020? Yeah April last year in the middle of lockdown. So talk to me you were put on furlough? I was put on furlough I'd been on furlough at that point because it was like middle of April I got put on furlough first first of April and I'd been doing various things around the house and I'd just I'd got to a bit of a loose end but I guess I the main thing was I just I think I stumbled across it myself really I came across someone a guy called Jimmy Says Relapse who's amazing as well you should check him out um on Instagram and this whole world just of skipping that I didn't know existed And I decided I just wanted to learn it. And I'm one of those people who I have to, when I learn stuff, I like to be good at it. And I knew this would be something that took time. And I was like, oh, what a perfect time. I've actually got time to learn it properly um, and be patient with it. So I did it. And then I just, I, I thought I'll start a profile because, you know, I actually didn't want my friends and family to see me I didn't want to share it on my personal profile I thought and there was there was this whole community on Instagram very small community but everyone was helping each other out and sharing tips and um, and stuff like that so I I was like well I'll share my videos on there but I'm not going to link anything to my personal account and I want to make sure that no one sees it it's a weird thing it's like I was happy for people and members of the public to see me mess up and awful but I, I didn't want my mates to see um and then that was it yeah I just started this whole thing and um it's sort of grown from there I guess you said like oh you need time to perfect it I feel like it's not been that long and you're so good do you think 
it's like something that you're obviously naturally good at, but you didn't realise. Possibly. I think there's probably some things in my sports history that have helped me like I've always been a sporty person I was in loads of teams at school I've got good handball coordination yeah I I think as well I I did dancing not that I I haven't done it recently this is we're talking like 15 years ago but I think all that sort of stuff has helped but I even I when I first picked up the rope I was like I'm so uncoordinated. Everything I can do with a rope now, I couldn't even do without a rope before. So I think I just persevered. And I did put in a lot of time at the start because I had time. And um, I think we had great weather in that lockdown. I don't know if you remember, but that really helped. So yeah, I guess I just persevered. That's the main thing. I wasn't just jealous of your skipping skills. I was jealous of your tan because I could see that you've been skipping outside <laughs> and your tan was amazing. You had your little shorts on and I was like, oh my gosh. And we've just had snow, haven't we? And watching those videos back, I was just like, oh gosh, do you remember how sunny and lovely it was? Like, why didn't I appreciate that enough? Like now I'm freezing. I know it does feel like that. Although I had some awful tan lines. I had like a permanent cross on my back from my sports bras. <laughs> so it looked all right in the, it looked all right on the on video when I was wearing those clothes, but um, not in a bikini, probably. <laughs> well, let before we dig deeper into the skipping, I want to know like obviously how much you're practicing and stuff like that. I want to know about Lauren before Lauren jumps. Like, what was your job before then? I, I know you had wedding plans. Like, a lot of things were different to now, and it, this is a massive reason as to why I wanted to get you on because. I think a lot of people are feeling low at the moment. And when I came across your page, I was actually feeling quite low myself. And what you done for me was, which you probably don't realize, but you're probably doing for a lot of people is good can come out of this if you put your mind to it. So who was Lauren before? What was your job? What were your plans? Tell us more about yourself. So I was working, I've always been in sales jobs and I was working for a business supplies company as an account manager. I was an area sales manager. So I had over a hundred accounts who would buy from us daily, things like uh, stationery, furniture, anything and everything for your office. (laughs) So I was just managing those relationships, growing those accounts. That was my job. It wasn't ever a job that I was, I dreamt about doing. I just ended up doing it. I can't say I, I didn't, I didn't not like my job. I liked my job and it, it was, it's great because I would be on the road all the time. I was, I, I worked from home. Um, it was flexible. I'd just visit my customers and I really enjoyed working with so many different companies. Like I just, I worked with all sorts from retail to, to literally law firms like anything and everything so it was interesting but obviously this is more fun (laughs) Um, so I yeah I that's what I was doing I was um obviously COVID and the lockdown um really hit that company hard because you know people weren't going into offices and needing towards the supplies so Um, it was inevitable that they would take advantage of the furlough scheme. I then had my, to our wedding, we were meant to get married on, I can't remember the date now. (laughs) It was Good Friday last year. I think think it's written everywhere on on all my stationery that it's never going to be used. I think it was like the 11th of April. 
So it all started, that all started falling apart. I think the UK was always slightly behind with locking down and things like that. So I I had a, one of my bridesmaids was in Canada and she was sort of the first, I think obviously there it became serious, a lot more serious before it was in the UK. So she was like, uh, I don't think I'm going to make it. I had my honey, my, um, sorry, my Hindu booked for like two weeks before the wedding because the plan was that she would come and we'd, she'd meet us in Prague and then we, she would fly back to the UK with us for the wedding. All of that just started falling apart. So my, it is a Hindu. I think Prague was like listed as a place you couldn't go to pretty quickly. Then the Maldives as well, because we had our honeymoon booked for the Maldives. So that sort of fell apart. And then everything was just left with, well, if I don't have a Hindu and we don't have our honeymoon, at least hopefully we'll have our wedding day. And then it just, it just got worse and worse. And, um, I think, uh, to be honest, at one point, we actually cancelled the wedding. So, well, we postponed it ourselves because it was so stressful, the not knowing and thinking Mm. that we might get to that day and it could be the day before and they could suddenly say, you can't get married anymore. So I was really struggling with the not knowing and just the that feeling. So we just took the decision because we felt as well like there were so many like certain people wouldn't be able to come and it it just wouldn't be end up being the day we wanted we just decided to postpone a whole year which at the time everyone was like why are you postponing it a whole year which because obviously at the time no one knew this would go on this long but we did and yeah it looks like we're still not going to get married in April (laughs) this year but I laugh about it now I hope but honestly I was like saying to my mum oh look as soon as we can book to go away you know let's get away we need to get away with Macy and we were thinking March April but we're not sure now so oh it's like being one of those and obviously that's like the the least of our worries right now obviously there's people are losing lives and stuff like that so you have to bring yourself back to the center of it all don't you and the most important thing that's it. I mean, obviously, that is the bigger picture at the end of the day. But then, you know, we all have our little struggles Absolutely. within this whole thing, even if it doesn't impact you. It's like everybody has struggled in some way, haven't they? I think everyone can talk about something that this has majorly affected in their life, mm. I think. Yeah. I suppose in some ways, I was actually, it was a weight off my shoulders. It's a weird thing. I don't know if any other brides exp- in the moment experienced this, but it's quite a stressful thing getting married anyway and actually that just added loads of stress to it so in some ways when that actually when we postponed it yeah I was kind of like wow okay that's suddenly it was like a bit of a relief um in a weird way but obviously it was mixed with like yeah. this feeling of you know we were hoping to get married obviously we we're looking forward to our honeymoon the whole year just totally changed and just the uncertainty as well and then feeling like what's going to happen with my job we had my my company actually um filed for administration at one point and then got bought out by another company but I was on um I was facing redundancy at one point and luckily I was I was kept on but um a lot of my colleagues weren't so but obviously a lot of people have experienced this sort of thing and I don't I don't think I've had it the worst either at all by a long stretch but these are just little things that this is kind of my little journey and then I 
just turned to skipping and decided and and just found it so good for my mental health like I just to be honest it was I feel like I've kind of been in a bubble in a way because and I think I speak to other people in the community in the skipping community feel this way as well like now we've been skipping through all of this each lockdown when it's happened it's like as much as it's been a big thing and it, it's impacted us it, it's always been like well at least we've got skipping like that's always a constant and you feel like you've got that thing so it doesn't impact you as much as maybe some other people if that makes sense yeah. it's like that's something that just isn't impacted by all of this so you just turn to that it's your escape yeah obviously some people have had the gym to turn to and I was always I am a gym goer so I've missed that as well but then when that's you're not in control of that either in this situation are you Mm. people have had to adapt their workouts to do them at home and things like that whereas skipping is just something that throughout this whole thing the lockdown doesn't if anything lockdown meant I could skip more and every time I went on furlough I could skip more so it's always something to smile about (laughs) what is it about skipping then that make you and this small community of skippers find so liberating there's something about it right you just see it and you want to be able to do it I think it there's lots of things you see and you want to be able to do but with this, it just looks, it's a lot more achievable than say, I don't know, um, say a circus trick or something where someone's doing something extraordinary. It's like you look at it and you think that would be cool to do, but you think, well, that's really out of reach. That would take years of practicing gymnastics or something to be able to achieve that. Whereas this, I think it's just seeing people do it in the, their own homes and in their gardens or out in the park. All they've got is a skipping rope. And it's like, you can do it it's it's actually feasible then you actually think well I'm going to give it a go but it you get doing it and you realize you, you I think it just gives you enough that you keep going it's not like some things where you try it gives you enough progress I think each jump you make enough progress that you stick with it whereas I think there's a lot of things you might try which are difficult to stick with because they're just so difficult I think skipping is harder than it looks for sure but when you but it's not out of reach I think that's the thing I think when you do it in terms of like the you know getting away from everything I think you have to you can't if you go for a run you can still think about things going right. on in your life yeah and, and you can still overthink things I think when you're skipping you totally like out of it you just go into your own little zone of whatever you're trying to whatever skill you're trying to get it takes up everything in your mind and your body to do that I think that's why it's so sort of therapeutic in that sense yeah you're totally engrossed in what you're trying to achieve in that moment whilst obviously improving your fitness levels um, and then again yeah that sense of achievement but I so get what you mean like running for me if I'm going to go for a run I need to either think of I either think of nothing which is lovely or I think of everything and you don't I don't always come back feeling like I've had a break and so I can totally see what you mean I've got two skipping ropes in my bedside drawers that are just sitting there and I I had them before I saw you on Instagram because um, I went on a massive weight loss journey in the uh, like gosh like five years ago now and I did skipping then so I know I can do it I've never tried skills like you but I'm tempted to get back to it after seeing you and what you've achieved but there's something stopping me I feel like I don't know what it is. How do I overcome this, like, uh, this fear of, like, just not being very good and then giving up? 
I think you have to just believe that you can do it at the end of it. I think every every single jump is progress. Like some pe- people send me videos and they're like, I haven't managed to, I haven't achieved much. I haven't managed to do the running man yet. But they, they send me a video, but they've managed to get most of the way there or at least they're running with, alt- they're, they're doing the alternate footstep or something. I think the difficulty, it's a funny one. I think I was lucky in a way because it, it's great that I'm inspiring people now to do this, but I think there is also an element of people seeing so many people doing it and doing great tricks that they want to do that like right now. Whereas when I started, there were a couple of people doing tricks in the community, but there are a lot of people on this journey with me as well. But there are still those people out there, actually. There's like a whole new generation and every is always people picking up a rope. And I see it because people DM me and say, I've I've started my own skipping account. They they share a story and it's their first post. I think you've got actually it's good to tap into the community and, you know, connect with those people because you're on the same journey and then you want to be inspired by people like me but you don't want to be comparing yourself yeah. to me all the time either so I think that there's this whole there's so many people on this journey so find those people and then motivate each other and you can share your you know the issues you're having with unlocking skills and things like that I think that's probably a good thing to do yeah do you know what saying that when I saw your stories you were sharing videos of people who like were doing tricks and they might not have fully got right through to the end of it or one person like they got a whip in their back from the skipping rope which kills uh there was one girl who has just started and actually that that really helped me as well seeing that because you're so right if someone uh, for the first time sees skipping from your account despite obviously seeing in your bio that you you're, you haven't been doing it for years, it's quite like, oh, well, I'm never going to bloody be like her, am I? So, you know, whatever, I'll just carry on running. But digging deeper, finding people who are on at the same level as you um, and using you for inspiration. Yeah, I need to do that because I do enjoy skipping. I do enjoy skipping. And it's quite handy for me if my daughter's asleep, I can just go outside on the terrace and and do it there rather than I can't go for a run if my daughter's asleep in her bed so yeah. it's great for mums like me or, exactly or you know if you've only got 20 minutes um which is which leads to my next question of how, how much skipping do you do a day now I actually really struggle to fit it in like I used to I mean it was a very unique situation when I started and also I think that's important to note for people who you know starting out when I started this I was furloughed so I didn't have any work to do at all now it's funny because I've managed to actually leave my job but because I've got so much to do with this it's created obviously opportunities and projects that I need to work on and that need my time so I'm now I don't have as anywhere near as much time to do it as I did even when I had my full-time job in a way wow and I was actually unfurloughed for a bit so I probably do like up to an hour, five days a week now, but sometimes it can be less than that. It could be like 30 minutes to an hour. But at the start, I was, you know, sometimes I'd go out and do an hour, then I'd leave it and come back to it and do an hour in the afternoon or something. It's very sporadic. But to be honest, with, with skipping, you have to be careful as well. You can't do too much. And especially as a beginner, because you need to condition yourself 
for it it's, it's quite if you do have an abundance of time to do it you need to rein yourself in and actually make sure you you do start with five minutes and increase that time gradually to get your joints and muscles used to it okay. but it's very addictive and I think what people find is like I did at the start you can end up just so determined to unlock a skill that you can end up doing it for like two hours without realizing kind of thing well that's if you're super fit (laughs) because two hours of skipping I think I'll be on the floor (laughs) but what you must have been fit before you well this is it obviously when I say when I talk about like doing it for an hour it's very stop start and when my sessions are very much like I drill one thing and then I'll have a break. I, I film myself. Obviously, I create content, but I film everything just because even my with my drills, because it's that's how I learn and correct myself because I've, I don't have a coach. So I do all of that. So it's very my sessions are very much I've what I, I do something and then I watch the footage. I compare it to people doing it correctly. So I'm not skipping for the whole hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that said, yes, I mean, I used, I, I'm not, I've always hated cardio, actually. And um, so I, I've always lifted weights. That's all I've done in the gym. Well, more recently, obviously, back in the day, I used to do a lot of sport, but recently it had been weights. And so for about five or six years, I've just been lifting weights like four days a week. So I've got quite an athletic figure because of that. But this was still a shock to the system because the cardio aspects, like, it's just not something I was used to I hadn't done for so long so it did take me even me even though I look in shape I still didn't have the stamina that I do now from doing skipping for this long at the start so it takes time to get used to that and it's very normal as a beginner to only be able to skip for like 20 to 30 seconds at a time Mm. and have to have a break that makes me feel much better yeah (laughs) because I am determined to I am determined to get skipping again like I like to change things up so I do some home workouts I might go for the odd run which I've just started up again I want to get running I want to be able to run 5k without stopping that's one of my goals but I also want to get skipping I want to get better at skipping but I think I need to feel lighter on my feet I need to improve my joints because after having a baby my joints aren't what they were my pelvis um, they're they're a lot weaker I guess building the muscles around those joints is so key so that's another thing people have definitely to think about. yeah and I think something that I get quite a lot is I get dms from people who have had injuries at the start all the time but quite commonly it's from people who are runners because they're they're actually very fit already and they can keep exercising for a long time so they go into skipping thinking they can carry on and they do and it's only when they stop and maybe a couple of hours later that they realize how much of a strain they put on their their legs and knees and you know knees and calves it usually yeah. is whatever the uh, whatever the level you're at I think it's just really difficult it you, everyone has to ease yourself in whatever level of fitness you have is what I'm saying. Yeah, because the impact on, I remember getting shin splints quite a lot when I first, I was a size 16 to 18, quite heavy. I was um, skipping as part of my weight loss because it was just different doing some boxing as well and I guess boxing and skipping tend to go hand in hand sometimes. A lot of boxers do skipping, don't they? 
yeah exactly for the coordination yeah coordination I found that I got really bad shin splints with it and I had to do a lot of foam rolling a lot of calf stretches which really helped me so yeah I totally get that and that's something I need to bear in mind when I'm gonna I am I'm gonna send you a video I'm gonna try and send you a video I'll see I'll see how I'll, I'll see how um, yeah you've got to I will I'll try hey it's Ryan Reynolds and I'm here with Keith co-star of my upcoming film If only in theaters May 17th do you want to tell people the big news all right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. So now you're, like, really well-known now. This whole skipping thing has just, like, completely changed your life the last 10 months. You've left your job. Is this right? You've, so you've got your your full time Lauren jumps. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So what does this entail? Then? So I, I guess so. There's various. Obviously, it's content. The content creation is full time main thing, but that's pretty. That's basically yeah. I mean, that's me doing doing my sessions is pretty. That's what I was doing before, and that was fine because I was skipping on my lunch break or skipping after work and I would I would film then anyway that was just part of my day but the stuff that's now sort of taking up the time is the the other con like going beyond just my Instagram creating content for YouTube creating content for brands so brands now approach me and I've I've had a couple of things where you know I either create content for them or create content for my own profile for them um, and then there's also a couple of other little projects in the pipeline. Um, I don't know how much I can really no, say. No, don't, don't worry. I, know, I, I totally know the, sort of work. the deal. Yeah, I mean, I guess, like, there's, you know, potential of um, sort of a workout programme in the future is is all I'll say for now. So there, there's this stuff that's, um, that's going on that's really exciting. And... And yeah, I it it's I actually even when I talk about it, I'm like, how does it take up all my time? But it I, I don't know if you find this with the whole social media stuff, but it's just it's really like a twenty four seven thing. I I used to work less hours definitely doing my previous job. This just feels like it's non stop. But I guess it's it is you know everyone DMing me. I do like to try and respond to as many DMs as possible and the comments and things like that it does sort of end up taking up a lot of time. Mm. So I think it's such an important thing for you to highlight because in a way you're new to being um, 
a, a personality on social media. I don't want to say influencer. You're a sportswoman. You're you're, you're yourself, but you know what I'm trying to say. You've got your profile now. That um, yeah. well, how many followers you've got now? One hundred and seventy thousand or something. Yeah, I think it's one hundred and seventy-nine. 179,000 now. So 180,000 people following you and these people are DMing you. They're inspired. They've got questions. Your DM is your customer service. You know, that is your customer service inbox. Same for me. I've got mums asking me for advice. Girls asking me for advice on makeup and all these things. That's our customer service and that doesn't stop. People are on their phones more than ever and they want answers and we are there to answer them and i think this is what people don't realize when you say oh you know my i'm full time on social media an, an influencer if that's what that's what people like to call us content creators people don't realize how full on it is and when i explain this to my partner i i work two jobs i i support my brother bradley with his new uh website which is like live workouts and I do my own Instagram and all my own content and I only work two full days but I work full time and this is what some people find hard to understand I have two full days where I don't have my child but the other days I have my child with me and I'm still working full time and it's exhausting but it's amazing at the same time yeah I mean I don't know how you do it to be honest having a child and doing all this you know i struggled to get the dog out for a walk um, <laughs> it's it's that it's that busy and and also like i you know if you're filming content i guess well your child probably has to just be part of that but because i i'm trying to even just film something for youtube and my puppy just wants my attention <laughs> constantly so i can only imagine what it's like for you yeah i i had to incorporate her in and it had to become a lifestyle page rather than um like it was just literally it was beauty inside out so it was like food and makeup but it's it, it it's evolved with me and, and in time but I think people like to see a, a bit of your reality as well because people do want to get to know you as a person I, that's why I wanted to get you on because like your page is so clearly a skipping page you learn tips from there you see you skip but I wanted to know who Lauren was so I think I think that's the nice thing about getting doing things like this. Yeah, and it's it's why I'm happy to do them. And but it's something I'm just kind of coming to terms with myself because, you know, I think because I was because I joined a community which was just about skipping, and now people are following me and they're intrigued about other things and asking me questions about other aspects of my life, and I'm like, whoa, this is weird. Like people yeah. actually want to know about me, and you know, like I think I asked. What, when I started YouTube, I did ask what do people want to see? And, you know, some people even said they want a house tour and things like that. And I was thinking, oh, my God, when when did people get so interested in me? <laughs> do you know what? You can draw the line. Um, like, you can say, my page is only going to be this. Like, you don't have to go that far. Like, people have asked me for a flat tour. And I am lifestyle, but my partner's not about that. He wants it completely private he doesn't want people to know where we live or which is understandable but like not even like the bloody borough or the flat and stuff like that because he wants an element of our life to be private and you have to respect that you know because people do want to know and you know you might have followed someone and then thought oh, oh what's that in the background I get pictures 
messages saying oh I just saw a picture frame in the back of your video where's it from it looks really nice and the picture frame's like this big and I'm like how did they even see that and like it's it's incredible um but how grateful are we for them because it's given us this opportunity and I wondered because I think there'll be a lot I I had a mum actually message me saying oh my god I'm so excited that you've got Lauren Jumps coming on your podcast my daughter is obsessed with her she started skipping can you find out what sport Lauren was into before she started skipping you know what does it take to become like get followers on social media and this is something young kids really Mm. think like it's their dream job what is your message for that it's a funny thing because I I do get asked that a lot like how do I grow my people ask me how do I grow my following and I'm like there's actually nothing nothing that I'm doing behind the scenes really that you can't see so I think why do people follow me like think because I actually think they're better placed to answer that almost than I am because I I don't know why <laughs> I, I don't follow myself like that so I think for me I I actually think this although um obviously there was there was a time where I I started getting momentum of followers and I did start to think about it more and start to think about what content I was putting out there and timings and things like that but to be honest, I think it all stemmed from just being myself and just doing something I love mm. and having a journey and sharing that journey, sharing that little bit of me with people. Mm. I think when people actually think about growing their following so much, I don't think it happens mm. almost, especially in the early days. I think when you're actually getting that, when you get that first bit of, that, you know, you really start taking off. I think that actually can only come from just doing something you enjoy and sort of just being yourself, to be honest. I know it's like a really, probably doesn't help much, <laughs> but it's just, it is because it is what happened. It's just what happened to me. And I think, I guess it, it was a bit of luck really that I just happened to stumble across a hobby that probably had, I don't think skipping had really been out there enough uh, before now. And I think, so a lot of, it's not something people are used to seeing. Mm. It's a bit like once upon a time, I think being a fitness Instagrammer was a bit easier than it is now. Like now there's so many people doing it, whereas there are certain people and we could name them today. Mm. You've probably had some of them on your podcast who were just did it early on. They were like, they they were the first and they really sort of set the bar. You found a niche. Exactly. So that's the, the exact phrase I'm looking for. And I didn't realise at the time it, it was and I didn't I never thought to myself I'm gonna start jump rope so that I can get good and gain a following that that was never the plan it it happened by accident I do think now it will probably become a thing where people see me and they think I want to gain a following from jump rope that may happen now you get people because you think people think it's possible but when I started this there was nobody with the following I had from just doing this in a short time there's no one with the following I have now when I started this a year ago certainly in the UK I mean there may be in other countries where jump rope's a bit of a bigger sport Mm. but and you know competitive people who compete in it but it wasn't something people were already doing I guess so I didn't think it was possible either if that makes sense I didn't I didn't think it was it would be possible to do this but I think that's the aim to the advice to those people is that and I think people need to ask themselves why they want followers and things like that as mm. well 
if if someone you know what are people actually looking for is it because they want to just inspire lots I think if you just want to inspire loads of people with whatever you're doing and whatever you're enjoying and sort of pass it on to people that will happen naturally Mm. Yeah, and I think that's what's so nice about your page is it, it, it's not forced. I can see that there's a journey there. My following grew because I shared a journey of from from being like quite very ill to becoming healthy and people love that journey and then they follow a journey through motherhood and I love seeing your journey and like you show your mistakes and where you've improved and reels obviously do really, really well. And I think this is something that the younger generation have to remember is that as much as it seems so glamorous being on social media with loads of followers, it can either happen like you and happen overnight because you found a niche at a time where people need to be inspired, at a time where gyms are closed and we need alternative ways to exercise, a time where we need to find ways to escape. And, you know, you found that niche and your following's grown overnight. Or you might be someone like me who has a following, it's taken time and it's grown over time just from being myself as well. You know, there's two ways to gain a following, but both ways are really hard. You can't always just quit your job. I, I've always had a job on the side just in case, you know, I haven't had campaigns come through. And like you say, you now feel a responsibility that all these people are waiting to hear from you. I don't know if you feel that. A hundred percent, definitely. It, it's a, yeah, it's a strange thing. It's definitely a pressure and you know, I even get concerned I could get injured tomorrow or anything. Mm. My whole, now this this whole venture is dependent on me being healthy, mm. you know. It's a lot of pressure. Which is crazy. That is a lot of pressure. I think it's an amazing thing to be able to be in this position, to be able to inspire so many people. And I mean, it it's 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 amazing to, everyone has something I think everyone everyone has something in their life they've really enjoyed at a time and they kind of tell their friends about it and chew their ear off about it but to actually to have somehow found a way to actually get that message across to people so people actually see could do up do get it like they believe me mm-hmm. and that so much that they're following me and they're picking up a rope themselves and I'm inspiring them to do that is so amazing and I, I wouldn't change that for the world. But it's, it's, it is important to note that it, it does come with its stresses. And, you know, I've, I've, there's the odds, I get the odd comments which aren't so welcome and mm. DMs and things. But on the whole, it is, it is amazing. And I'm so grateful for all my followers for giving me the opportunity. Yeah, no, that's amazing. So I asked my followers if they had any questions for you and we've covered a lot of them actually people wanted to know how where do I start and I think you touched on that with your whole dig deeper into the community obviously you're at a point where you're really good now and it's really inspiring but you know to find people that are on that journey with you I think that's a great way to start we also touched on how much you practice a day a week you obviously started off you had the, the, the luxury of time and now it's become your career that time's been reduced and when you can practice just like any other job one question that um, I want to just touch on before we end the podcast is how has this helped you mentally I know we've probably touched on it a little bit about it being an escape but has your mental health improved since starting this journey do you feel more confident do you feel like you've got a new lease of life like are you excited about you know 
what where this has taken you yeah definitely I think for the first time actually I feel like I'm doing something I'm actually passionate about so I've always worked in obviously being in sales before I've always been selling something it's important you believe in the product which I always have done I've always believed in it and been able to sell sell it but could I can I genuinely say I was passionate about supplying offices (laughs) stationary (laughs) not really um so to be so you know that's amazing and then another thing is I it's I always felt like I've had in in all my previous jobs I've always had like imposter syndrome and I've always felt like I'm not you know the only reason people were buying from me was because of the company it wasn't really me I wasn't I was lucky to get sales I was lucky I was to do to that and I was kind of just blagging it it's weird because even though in some ways I'm like this is mad and I'm not even a professional jump roper but I'm doing all this I, I I don't have imposter syndrome in in this situation because I feel like I've I genuinely the the only thing the only person that's got me here is me mm. and like I I genuinely believe that like a hundred percent so just that confidence in knowing looking back and seeing what I've achieved and just like I think with jump rope is it's just training yourself to have that persistence and being that if you work hard at something you will get it I think sometimes I used to approach things in a way to be like well if I can't bother to try because I might try something but fail anyway whereas now I think I've just become a lot it's given me a better perspective on like failing and because the amount of times you have to fail when learning a skill before you can get it is so many times. And I think that's so translatable to other areas mm, of your life. Absolutely. So yeah, I think just overall, it's just, it's given me so much confidence. And and so talking about direction, obviously, I can't see myself suddenly not being passionate about this and not having it in my life. Like I genuinely feel like I'm suddenly on a path that I can stay on which I haven't really felt like before I've always been in jobs that I think oh I probably won't be here forever kind of thing whereas I feel like I'm am on like a, I can see this I want this to last forever and I feel like I can make that happen. It's so nice that you found such a positive uh, it- you know, out of such a negative situation, it's changed your life, the positive, which is so refreshing to hear. And hopefully it's given a lot of listeners um, like the determination and the drive to just give something a go, even if it's not skipping, but whatever it is that you're thinking about trying or you want to give a go, just go for it because you just don't know where it's going to take you. And I think that's what's so amazing about your journey and, exactly. and, and why you've got these followers because you really have made the best out of a bad situation. And that's what I loved about it. Yeah, and that's and that's it. And I think it's actually um, trying to, I think as well, I think everyone's learned something from COVID as well in this whole situation. But I think trying to make sure you've got things in your life that can happen regardless of lockdowns, regardless of all that, things that make you happy regardless of that is really important. So if you haven't got something that's that's a constant like that, like try and find something that is, whether it's running or skipping, something that is just you can always do regardless of what the government, you know, enforces with restrictions and how bad this pandemic gets. I think it's really important. Yeah, my podcast is that for me, I think, just because I can 
you know, it's like therapy, talking to someone, getting exciting guests on, then producing content that people can feel inspired by. So in a way, it's similar to you and your skipping. Lauren, just to end the podcast the episode, I always ask my guests what piece of advice they would give their younger self. So what piece of advice would that be for you? To believe in myself, basically, a bit more. And yeah, and to, to keep failing, to, 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 to embrace the fails, basically. I think that's such an important message. People are so scared of failing, aren't they? And get so disheartened. And maybe that's what I need to stop doing. I need to stop thinking, oh, I'm not fit. I'm not going to run tomorrow because today was shambles. But actually just to keep trying. Yeah. And also it's, it's like one thing I've always remained, like made sure I do it is, and it, and it works. Like it, obviously my, pro, my feed is proof that it works is none of my, none of my posts are perfect. Like none of my, um, none of my combos I do I often mess up at the end and I leave that in and it's just you know you don't have to not everything doesn't have to be perfect to be good basically yeah I love that I guess I think that's the perfect way to end today's episode not everything has to be perfect to be good or to be a success yeah that's it amazing thank you so much Lauren for being a guest on how are you thank you for having me I've loved it Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.